The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Best baby. Use as much wood as you can. Best baby. Her mom calls her Julie or honey. Ju- oh, Julia? Does she use the full? I thought maybe she only called you Julia when you're in trouble. No. My mom only called me Michael when I was in trouble. Mostly nope. it was honey or Michael. Uh oh. Now what did I do wrong? Julia. Julia. Alice in Dairyland, our guest in the kitchen this morning. Good morning. How the heck are you? Good morning. I am doing very well. No worse for wear? The heat and humidity hasn't beaten you to death? No, I have air conditioning in the car, so I'm I'm doing very well. Busy, though. Very busy for June Dairy Month. Well, that's the important. It better to be busy than being stuck COVIDly in <laughs> your kitchen at, at home. home. Yeah, because right. I remember we did that once a long, long time ago. We did. We, we, we made your mom's kitchen super famous. We did, and I have... Way too many videos in my mom's kitchen. And well, I'm... that's all right. I was waiting for somebody in your family to run in behind you and do something silly. They Sometimes do. they do. Sometimes they will. I was waiting. I was, <laughs> was waiting. So how the heck are you besides being super busy? Doing well. I'm, I am trying to relearn how to be Alice in Dairyland now that I am back on the road. Yeah, wow. Yes, my whole, the whole first year that I had was virtual, and I became very good at Zoom calls. So I feel like I'm relearning how to be Alice as I go to different events and talk to people in person. But I, I've really enjoyed it and getting back to kind of a normal Alice. More fun to do it face-to-face, to face-to-face, to yes. face, isn't it? Yes, it is yeah. way way more fun. I'll bet, I'll bet. So you brought all kinds of fabulous Wisconsin cheese, fun, and onions. Y- yes. <laughs> so I brought a little bit of everything today. Awesome. I have so I have I brought the mixed berry shortcake trifle, which is perfect for breakfast or dessert. Clearly not very popular. There's only one left. Only one left. And I usually a trifle is made in a, a bit a large container, but I made mine in little mason jars because they're easier to bring and I don't have to dish them out, and so people can just kind of grab and go, which makes it very easy. Absolutely. Plus uh, especially for you know people people like me who love something fresh that's filled with fruit strawberries <laughs> and blueberries on top and delicious on the bottom i would end up having a big scoop and then somebody else wouldn't have any if right you make a giant batch <laughs> of this and then dole it out into uh, normal size containers everybody gets some instead of the guy in front of you having a triple batch <laughs> and you having none left so i think that's a a great idea. Make a giant trifle and then put it all together in individual mason jars. Take it to a picnic. How cool. It, yeah, it makes it very easy. And then, yeah, you no fussing with trying to dish it up. They just grab yeah. a jar and a spoon and You're it makes good. it very easy. And in that, I have some um, shortbread cake, some fresh berries, strawberries and blueberries. So this recipe would be perfect for strawberry season coming up. Oh, yeah. And then one of my favorite dairy products, whipped cream um, <laughs> can put that on just about anything and it's absolutely delicious perfect for the hot days because it goes in the fridge so it's cool it's refreshing and it's delicious right and what kind of berries when you make this because this summer will continue on what kind of berries are available right now strawberries go pick them 
blueberries all the time, raspberries. I'm growing raspberries in my backyard if I can get to them before the rabbits do. <laughs> uh, all that fresh fruit is going to end up. And every once in a while, I just slice up a banana mm-hmm. and put it in there because I love bananas. That would be delicious. And there's so many different things you could put in that and kind of make it your own. Yeah. And very, very fun kind of summery recipe. Well, and these days, it's funny because yesterday, day before yesterday, I think maybe both days, I was talking with people about what do you what do you feed your family when it's too hot to cook? Because when, when I was growing up, my dad traveled back in those days, and so mom was in charge in the kitchen, even though she hated it. My mom was a great cook. She just didn't like it. I didn't know that until I was a full-grown adult. <laughs> All those great meals, mom? Yeah, I hated every minute of it. Oh, well, you hit it very well. She would look forward to these kinds of really hot days because that meant... We're having a make-your-own-sandwich day mm-hmm. and put out a great big platter of different kind of bread, different kind of mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise, whatever so- sauce, and the cheese and the meat and the vegetables, and we get to make our own. That was awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. And that kind of goes into the other dish that I brought. I brought the chef salad cheese board, which has so many different goodies on it. There's a, a, a Gouda cheese, a cheddar cheese, some different Parmesan cheese. Uh, a couple different salad dressings that you can actually make at home. Uh, blue cheese dressing, and I believe the other one might be a, a buttermilk Ooh. dressing. And then I have all sorts of, of vegetables, so that could be perfect for, like, a build-your-own-salad type of day. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of goodies in that chef salad cheese board also. You yeah. can kind of yeah. make it your own, put your favorite vegetables on there. or if you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very good. thanks for checking it out, Ken. I was concerned that I'd end up having to eat the whole... Or, or share it tomorrow because it doesn't it doesn't smell. So well, and it's dangerously healthy too. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I know that you know as well as I do. There will only be a few of us that will eat the healthy parts mixed with the not so healthy parts. But there's nothing unhealthy on there. What are you talking about? Right, <laughs> everything in moderation because you got to have all those vegetables. You got to have all that uh, dairy. Mm-hmm. You got to have all those minerals and. Yes. You got to have that kind of fat content to make you good. Even even your best, most stringent Zero. vegetarian dietitian will tell you, you got to get your proteins and you got to get all your vitamins mm-hmm. and stuff natural, better than a pill. Yes, lots I'm of different, all over that. lots of different stuff. And the the cheese boards are my favorite because I'm able to put a little bit of everything on there. And if you have a picky eater in your friend group or your family, they're able to kind of pick out what they like. And it just makes it very yeah. easy, and everybody loves a good cheese board. Everybody loves a good uh, a shark coochie. That's what <laughs> somebody read that to me the other day. Well, it was, it's been a month or so, but Hayes, I saw this on Facebook the other day. What is a shark coochie board? And I said, uh, you meant charcuterie? Oh, God, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. You know, the vegetables, the meat, and the cheese, and the sauce. Yeah, one of those. So charcuterie is actually meat. When you look up the word charcuterie, it's it's like the tr- the sausages, the fancy uh, prosciutto. That's what charcuterie is. I'm pretty sure. So when people make a charcuterie board with fruit and cheese and no meat, it's not oh. actually a charcuterie board. Right. Well, I always include meat because there's nothing goes better with a really good slice of salami. Mm-hmm. Uh, than a piece of cheese and an onion and a little dip and you know I can make tiny and the little uh, uh, I had a res I had a, a recipe that I made for appetizers a while ago and I needed I can't remember how many I needed twenty of the little square rye bread you know the little 
hors d'oeuvre. I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can only buy them in a loaf of about a million. (laughs) So I took the 20 that I needed, and I had a bunch left over. And so that makes up a a whole bunch of little tiny sandwiches, and everybody gets to make their own. Piece of bread, piece of cheese, piece of salami, piece of onion or a piece of carrot or whatever that is, little sauce, another tomato on top or a pepper, another little piece of bread, and I got my really great big two-inch thick but only an inch and a half square sandwich. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, people love those little kind of snacky foods, finger foods, and, and I always love kind of making those and letting people do whatever they want and make their own little combinations. When you make your uh, charcuterie, do you just go with whatever's fresh, whatever's the season? What, what, um, trip, what directs your tongue? That's a good question. So for this board, I followed the... the Chef Salad Cheese Board. That's on WisconsinCheese.com. Ah, perfect. Um, so that's kind of what my inspiration was for this. And I included some some things that I like. Like I included some little um, baby bell peppers, which I yeah. personally like. Oh, so, I too. And, and that's the cool thing with, especially when you're making a cheese board, you don't, there's no like specific recipe you need to follow to the nine. So right. you're able to kind of throw in your favorite snacks or if, like, I don't like pickles, so if you liked pickles, you could put pickles on there. Right. Um, so a lot of different things you can do. But whenever <laughs> I like make a pickles. cheese board, I don't like pickles. I know a lot of people uh, get on my tail for that. That's all right. <laughs> when I'm making them at home or for events, I know my mom usually likes me to make them for if we have people coming over for the holidays or things like that. I usually try and start with three or four different cheeses that are different. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I usually try to find a couple of meats because... Family's a big meat-eating oh, sure. family. <laughs> Salami goes really well with cheese. Mm-hmm. And, and there's then a ton of different kinds. There's so. so many different kinds of cheese. And then from there, I just kind of put them on little snacks from Chocolate. dried fruit to chocolates. Except not pickles. Not, well, I'll put them on there for the, for the rest for of the people. For everybody else. Yes, right. but you won't see me eating them. Do I recall, I don't remember if it was you, do you like sauce? Sauce? Mayonnaise, you know, sauces. Mayonnaise and ketchup and mustard and I, sauce that goes on a sandwich? I don't dislike them <laughs> okay well and i can't remember obviously it wasn't you but i had a coolie region cooks guest a while ago i don't remember who it is obviously who doesn't like sauce no i don't want mayonnaise or ketchup or mustard or ranch dressing or i don't want nothing like that on my sandwich on my salad uh, you know vinaigrette maybe a little vinegar you know but nothing no no sauce oh i don't think that was me i will put some sauces, I won't, like, drench it, but... <laughs> no, no, well, enough so that you don't hide the flavor of everything else. Right. But I have I have friends that won't eat anything that has mayonnaise as a base. So almost any white sauce. If it's white, it's probably got mayonnaise in it. I don't like mayonnaise. I'm not even going to taste it. Oh. That's what yes. I said. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> oh, yeah, in many cases, you wouldn't even know. And so, of course, being the kind of person I am, I sometimes try to hide that in there. Mm. I do that sometimes, too. We're, we're going to have that. I know you don't like spinach, but the reason the sauce is green is not because of spinach. <laughs> uh, because of uh, green pepper. Yeah. yeah. That's the There's a green pepper. Mm-hmm. A lot of herbs or something. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. My mouth is watering from the bite I had already. That was uh I know. I, I made them. I made those boards this morning, and, and now I'm just like, I'm getting a little hungry, and I'm looking at it, and we're talking about it. So Have I'm you just... had an opportunity to do any larger events? I mean, it's you and me in the studio, and a couple of hundred thousand people listening. 
But when was the last time you got to, now that you're venturing out of your mom's kitchen, <laughs> do you get to do any big group of uh, uh, conversations? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I have loved it. Um, last week I was able to go to a couple of different June Dairy Month events. I went to a few different dairy breakfasts. And then I was went up in uh, Marshfield, and they had a dairy fest up there. Really? Mm-hmm. It was like a big kind of a carnival, and there was a bunch of food and people, and they it was really hot that day, so they turned on the fountain, and there was a bunch of kids playing in the I fountain. Know. Sure, sure. So it's been it's been different because I haven't been able to do yeah. that. So I feel like I am relearning, like I said, how to how to be Alice because now I have to actually look at people and, and go meet them, which is very nice. And when they, when you go to an event like that and they have fun contests and stuff, do they ask you to participate? Some... We have a bunch of people randomly selected out of the audience and Alice in Dairyland and Mike Hayes from the radio station because <laughs> we need to have somebody we can make fun of. And Hazel definitely fit that category. I, you find yourself in that? I usually yourself? kind of make, I'm, like, I'm kind of a hoot sometimes, um, but... But I haven't been in contests yet. No, no. But I, <clears throat> sorry, tickle in my throat. Um, I know at the state fair, usually every year, Alice will participate in a cream puff eating contest with no hands. Oh, nice. And if you've ever seen those state fair cream puffs, they yeah. are Huge large and, and very messy. Yeah. So I am looking forward to that. Are you really? Yes. So you get somebody to tie your hair in a pigtail or something way in the back, or you mm-hmm. just get it everywhere? I, I haven't thought that far ahead yet, but I'll probably try it. And... Because you have long hair, mm-hmm. and you're going to end up with the... Hair in my mouth. Yeah, and and, and, and whipped cream and everything else <laughs> in your hair. I'll probably end up tying it back that day now that I'm thinking about my strategy. I've asked about uh, your family's farm, and I don't remember. Do you know how to milk a cow? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Are you good at it? Yes. Okay. I feel very confident Do in you? that. Okay, mm-hmm. so because I don't know how to milk a cow, and I did it, I've done it twice. Okay. Once accidentally I did it pretty well, not really knowing what I was doing, <laughs> and the other time, of course, was a complete uh, failure. <laughs> because if, as you're well aware, if you don't grab the teat just right, no. uh, you end up with the cow angry with you and... You might get kicked. Went, yeah, that's right. That's why they, uh, and I was told, Mike, you don't want to sit that this far back because Bessie or Betty, depending on which cow it was, uh, can reach you mm-hmm. with a back leg from where you are. So yep. slide your stool up a little bit. That That's good. Now give it a try <laughs> after a couple of minutes. Never mind, Mike. Never mind. <laughs> I haven't had any milking contests yet, but in the I, if, if it happens, I'm going to be ready. I'm yeah. a top competitor. I know one um, event that I, that did not happen this year is the Eau Claire County's um, Breakfast in the Valley. And when I was the fairest of the fair for the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in 2017, I went to that breakfast. Oh. And they have a contest there that I, I was looking forward to when they picked me for Alice. I was uh-huh. like, I'm going back to that. And I won when I was fairest of the fair. Really? And it is a milk chugging contest through a calf bottle. So they calf bottle in a calf bottle okay that's like a gigantic they don't baby fill, bottle they right? don't fill the whole thing but yes I mean, it, but it's it looks like a baby bottle giant with the baby giant bottle. nipple and everything yeah. so they usually have like uh, local celebrities come sure. out and and i remember alice was there and i ended up winning as fair to the fair really wow yes and i am very proud that i won that um calf bottle <laughs> drinking contest is there a key is there a trick to it well 
I, well, I'm not going to give away my secrets. Are you kidding? Well, they're because they've <laughs> already done the Eau Claire event. Well, what if they do it next June? I'll still be Alice. No one is going to remember okay. next June. So the, the key, and I, I grew up on a dairy farm, grew up feeding calves, so I am very, I know my way around a calf bottle. And so when they handed it to me, I looked at it, and sometimes after calf bottles have been used, the, the hole where the milk comes out on the nipple mm-hmm. gets bigger. Um, but otherwise, it's usually pretty closed. It almost looks like, I don't know, there's a few flaps. It's very small. Right. So the key was to, like, bite the nipple so it always stays open. You can't just, like, suck on it like you would a, like a water bottle or a straw. You need to bite it so it's open and it does a constant flow. Like blowing up it. a balloon, sort of. You got to keep mm-hmm. stretching that uh, the top of the balloon to get air in there. Yeah, that's the deal. Mm-hmm. That that is my two cents on a calf bottle milk drinking contest. <laughs> I would give it a try because I have never milk is my favorite beverage on the planet, and I made no bones about the fact that I can't, nor do I want to chug a beer. So at Oktoberfest, when they're having a mug of beer chugging contest. I'm not going to do that because I can't do it quickly. And other people can open their throat and swallow it as fast as gravity takes it down. I can do that with milk. That's... I can definitely win a milk chugging or I would try the bottle. That's what kind of why I asked. Because now I'll keep that oh, in the well, back of my mind. Not, I wouldn't compete. You're com- professional. Yeah, you don't was... get the, you're in a whole different category of Watch, one of these days chuggers. we will be competing against each other. Right? Well, but if we both know the secret, then maybe we'll tie. Maybe we will. You probably beat me anyway. Maybe I didn't tell you everything I know. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Well, I got to beat her up for a minute. We'll do th- while I'm doing that, we'll take care of some business and be back with Alice in Dairyland. Mm-hmm. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, we try to get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen or on the farm, out in the barn, or back in the kitchen, depending on whether you're with uh, our good friend Alice, who likes to take care of her dairy products out in the barn, and then get some more, telling mom and dad, "No, I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't have any of that out in the barn, Dad. Can I have a big <laughs> glass of milk? I'm really hungry." Mm-hmm. Big on dairy products yeah. from the from start to finish. So start to finish. I know. I, my mom and I used to laugh about the fact that we were pretty sure that God invented cows for us, because mm-hmm. there is no part of a cow that I don't love one <laughs> in one way or the other or where mm-hmm. from belts to shoes to steak to cheese of all kinds of you know that a cow is my best friend they're they're great animals i love them do you love them i love them i love taking care of them and and on the dairy farm where i grew up in chippewa falls we milk about 120 25 of them depending on the day and uh they're they're like big dogs some of them and not a lot of people know that they've got interesting personalities and they're very fun to be around. All right, so I got to ask you, since you said 125 or 120, depending on the day, why why would these five or six or whatever small number of cows not be milked today? So on our farm, uh, we've we've got all the cows being milked, but then sometimes uh, cow, cows will go dry, and that's her vacation time between. Huh. So she's not in the barn; she's relaxing, and this is usually the time when she's pregnant before she gives birth, because we. We like to give them, all farmers will give cows a few months off before they have another baby. Cool. So. All right, so you just keep track of that, the computer, you just know that, or do you mark them? How do you know mm-hmm. which five cows aren't going to be? Yeah, um, so it's kind of a cycle. So on our farm, uh, all the information about the cows are recorded from their 
who their mother was, who their grandma was, when they were bred, when how how far along they are in their pregnancy, and so you you know like oh this cow is six months along. It's time to kind of dry her up. We'll stop milking her, or, or usually cows naturally will kind of be like okay, it's it's time for I'm me to cut it out. Time for me to kind of go on vacation and. They'll do that, they'll relax, and then they'll come back into the milking barn. I'm curious about that because a couple weeks ago, I interviewed a woman who, uh, uh, she and her family operate a dairy farm uh, up north, and their cows wear Fitbits. Mm-hmm. We've got those as well. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, here I thought I was going to teach you some <laughs> new fun thing. Your cows wear Fitbit. Well, we got to talk about that. And robots in the barn, it's, uh, it's fun. Alice in Dairyland, we're celebrating June Dairy Month. We'll be right back. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, you get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen or in the barn in this particular case. <laughs> Both. Julia Nunez, who is Alice in Dairyland, our guest in the kitchen. Do you get to spend much time in uh, in your family in uh, dairy barn? barn anymore? Not not very more. Not right now. Are you Alice. glad? Maybe <laughs> I should have started with that. Are you glad that now you're an adult and you moved out and you have responsibilities you um, don't have to do chores in the barn anymore. I I like my job. I like traveling, but I do like going back into the into the barn and working with my family because it is a labor of love. But we do love being on on the on the farm with the cows, and it's a it's just a very relaxing place to be. You don't have sure. any outside distractions. You're just doing work, taking care of stuff. Right. Well, so. and I I asked you about that because I can remember as a kid not on a dairy farm, but chores around my house were horrible because mom and dad <laughs> made me do chores. And that was like, you can't go Saturday or you can't after school, whatever. You've got to do this and this and this. Then you can go do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It was okay. the same, same but for us. If, if when we got home from school, mom said, hey, grandma called. She needs you to do this and this and this. We were all about, okay, let's go to grandma's and do all the stuff at grandma's house that we hate to do at our house. And my mom and dad, when we were adults, we had that conversation. Why is it that you hated picking weeds at your own house, but you loved picking weeds at grandma's house? (laughs) Because while we were picking weeds, dad, mom made brownies. (laughs) And when we were grandma made brownies. And when we were done, we got a treat. Mm -hmm. When we're done at your house, we just get to go play. That's not nearly as cool. Brownies. Yeah. Brownies. Annie's brownies. That's a good, good, um. It's a good reward for doing something. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> and, and that's the, you know, that's the deal now. Nobody wants, you don't want to do chores at your own house, but you do the exact same thing somebody somebody else's house at grandma's house because she's going to treat you some fashion. Mm-hmm. She's allowed to. She's the grandma. Yeah. On our, <laughs> it was kind of similar at our house, but it was 
a lot of, oh, you got to do chores. And that was something every day. Every day, cows got to be milked. Right, and, but when you get home for the weekend, hey, Mom, I got the weekend off. Can I come and spend the weekend with you and Dad? Oh, right Sure. Now, when yeah. I'm Alice? Yeah. Well, when, whenever. Whenever mm-hmm. you've got some time. You've got three days in a row with nothing to do. So you're going to go up to Chippewa, spend some time with your family. How often do you spend that time? In, in the barn. In the barn, yeah, doing chores, things that you used to hate. Now you do because you want to because you didn't get a chance to do it. Yeah, I'll. so I'll try to go home and then, but, like, there's always work to be done on the farm. Yeah. And so if I want to hang out with my family, sometimes that is out in the barn, which is, I think, I feel like our family has a very unique relationship because we, we grew up working together. So not only do we eat meals together and we live together, but we... We work together. Like, that's that's our lives. Everybody knows. Everybody knows, and we all we, we all work hard, and we know it's a, just a unique relationship to have, and it's hard to describe that sometimes. But I, I'll try to go out to the barn when, I, when I'm home, cool. even just to go down and see the cows and be in the barn a little bit because it is kind of, a, kind of a therapy session on them almost, like just a relaxing and sometimes relaxing, but. I do go out every as often as not. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a different kind of relaxing. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. You don't have to answer the phone, get on the computer, mm-hmm. talk to somebody who's grumpy. <laughs> uh, just do you have siblings that still work on the farm? No, I've got three sisters, and two of them are older, and then one of them is younger. And nobody works on the farm right now, but we're three of us are interested in agriculture. So really, we'll see kind of where. So that's interesting, working in agriculture but not on a farm. Mm-hmm. And I think my parents work very hard, and I've seen them work very hard every single day of the year. And I have found that I really enjoy weekends off. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I get it. Well, and your mom and dad, when was the last time they had a week off? No, um, maybe a day or a shift yeah, off. Yeah, a shift. Yeah, because you Because go... you got to go find somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't just skip today i've done that before it's too hot i'm not going to cut the grass Mm -hmm. today i quit the grass right when you're on a dairy farm you can't just say it's too hot to milk the cows today i'm not gonna do it Mm -mm. you can't do that always stuff to do and and it's hard on our farm because if you if you ever want to get out go somewhere we've got robots on our farm which we mentioned a little bit yeah um but not, not everyone knows how to work a robot or or fix it if it breaks down so it's kind of a robot starts to glitch you Mm -hmm. gotta have a computer operator figuring that out. Right. So tell me about a robot farm. I suppose that's why it's just your mom and dad and a bunch of robots. Mm-hmm. So we've got there's two robots, and there's a well, there's a third robot that kind of looks like R two D two, and it, it kind of rolls around and pushes up all the feed, so nobody has to go up with a broom and push it. The robot does, which is wow. very nice. Um, and if anyone is interested in learning more about my family's farm, there's actually a virtual farm tour video of my of family. your family's farm. <laughs> oh wow! Yep, and that's on WisconsinDairy.org on the Wisconsin National Dairy, Dairy Month tab. Oh, I'm definitely gonna check that. Um, and you can watch it. It's about ten minutes long, and see kind of cool. where I grew up and how we take care of our cows. And two robots mm-hmm. to milk 125 cows is twice a day, every day, seven days a week, forever. Unless they break. Uh, but, well, oh, yeah, unless, but that's yep. the deal. Yes. And if one breaks, then the other one has to work harder, milk faster. I don't know. Can right. you do that? It's, if one breaks, then you're in trouble because there's not really a backup, so you got to get it fixed and back online as soon as you can. But, yes, yeah, so we've got two robots that can handle about 60 cows each. And the unique thing about robots is that 
the cows are able to kind of do what they want. In our barn, we have what's called a free flow system. Ah. So that means the cows drink when they want, they lay down when they want, they eat when they want, and they go get milked when they want to. They get milked when they want to. I thought that was supposed to be, or maybe it just used to be, a very regimented kind of thing. It, Twice a day, it, eight in the morning, four in the <laughs> afternoon, every day, forever. Mm-hmm. And it did It did used to be that way for ah, us okay. on a, and when we had a different system. But now the robots, there's two of them, and it takes maybe about five minutes to milk a cow. And so you can, you can only have two cows being milked at one time. And we've got 120. So, right. And they go get milked. We want them to go at least twice a day. So do the math. I don't even know what that meet, what the math is for that. But sure. it takes a long time. So the, they're always on 24 hours a day. They're on, except for maybe about half an hour, one, twice a day. They get they run a wash cycle. Oh, sure. Get cleaned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's important. Absolutely. But, yeah, so the cows, they want to go get milked because they get a treat when they're in the robot. Oh. Um, kind of like when you give your dog a treat after it sits down. Um, the cows, get, they get this delicious pellet, and that's why they want to go to the robot, because they crave it. And so it's, it's a, it is a science. Um, you need to understand rationing and how much protein is in your ration and all these different things to make them want to crave the pellet. So... That's a little bit about our robot barn. And That's cool. How do you keep the the cows from saying, hey, you know, those treats are delish. I'm going to go get milk four times a day because <laughs> I love those treats. And some cows will try yeah. that. that. You'll see them come out of the robot after being milked and go right back around. Turn right around, get in line again. Go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a, t- there's a timer, so there needs to be at least four or five hours in between milkings. And sure. it, it depends on how much milk that cow is giving at that time. Well, and how does the robot know? Come on, Bessie, you've already been here. Get out. Get out of line. <laughs> so we have, a, we mentioned the Fitbits. So our cows wear these collars, and on it is a little sensor, and like a Fitbit. Sure. So it monitors how much the cow is moving around, how much she's eating. It knows her name. Um, when she goes into the robot, it knows her weight. And it, that's all, all that information goes to the computer. So when the cow comes in the robot, the cow, the, the robot recognizes her and says, oh, it's time to be milked, or you were just in here, get out of here, go. And how does the robot convince the cow to leave? Give a little shock in the butt, here, move <laughs> along, move along? Yep, most of them will go when the, when the gate opens, because it's like, oh, what's in front of you? You're going to go. But if they don't, go then... do whatever, the door's <laughs> open, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Curious but, cows. How but sometimes they will stay in there, and they need a little encouragement to leave. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's been a learning process. We've had the robots in our barn for about five and a half years. Really? Mm-hmm. So it, it's fun having some new technology in there. And when people yeah, think wow. about agriculture and dairy farming, they might not think about all these unique technology that's, that's in the industry now. Did your dad ever think he was going to grow up being a computer geek when he started as a, a dairy farmer? I don't. Th- I think growing up, my dad probably didn't think he was going to end up in Wisconsin. So really, um, yeah, things change. Uh, my parents grew up in California, so oh, so I don't think. Well, I know why he came to Wisconsin because Wisconsin cows, regardless of what you've ever seen. I know Wisconsin cows are much happier than California. Cows. <laughs> Wisconsin is America's dairy land, so that's why that's it why is. my parents came here to to have their own dairy farm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. And when next time you see your mom and dad or talk to them, tell them I love them both and all their very hard work. And you can you can see my parents if you want to see what they look like. Um, you can see them in the virtual farm tour video. They're in that as well. And again, that's on WisconsinDairy.org. 
and um, on the National Dairy Month tab, or go to search Alice in Dairyland on YouTube. You can find it, or go to my website, aliceindairyland.com. If you scroll a little bit, there's a button that says Watch Julia's Farm Tour Video. So cool. you can find it in a few different places. Cool. All right, a little business. We'll be right back. We're Cooley Region Cooking with Alice in Dairyland. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays, 10 to 11 on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. Hope you're having a good day. It's a million degrees, going to be a million more. Where are you headed next? Alice? I Next, I'm actually going to be on a, a TV station here in oh, La Crosse. Cool. Uh-huh. And then I'll be... A lunchtime gig? Yeah, we'll see. I think Maybe I'm... you should take him half of a charcuterie board and say, this is what happens when you make a good one. Well, you don't I got another one. one in the car. Oh, do so. you? Okay. <laughs> in the cooler, of course, okay. because it's in the cooler, too hot. Right. But, well, yeah. thank you very much for feeding us. This will, I'll refeed everybody tomorrow. Perfect. And I promise not to take any of the credit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed these recipes that I brought. And again, if anyone wants to learn more about the mixed berry shortcake trifle or the chef salad cheese board you can go to wisconsindairy.org and click on the national dairy month tab they've got all those recipes and more so um, great way to use wisconsin products during june dairy month and you can also find my the virtual farm tour video on that wisconsindairy.org and see a little bit about my family's cool. farm wisconsindairy.org awesome all right um is there any, before i I'll, i would share a cheese dip recipe with you only because it's cheese it's dairy month it's super easy but i don't want to do that if there's anything else you and i need to cover before uh nothing else nothing? We, all right we're good if anyone listening wants to learn more search alice and dairyland on facebook stay tuned with my travels okay uh so here's a cheese dip recipe that i guarantee will we everybody except little kids maybe because there's a little bit of spice in it uh, but everybody will, every adult that you know that has a tongue that likes cheese will love this dip. And I say that from experience because I've been making it every year for 35 years to feed groups at parades and stuff. And it is, uh, it, I won't give you amounts because it depends on how much cheese dip you want to make. But uh, what you need is block ends. It used to go to the grocery store and then look through the block ends that they would have in the dairy that because the block is too small to run through the slicer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't do it that way anymore. So what you need is a variety of cheese, not just two or three. I try to put together, you know, some Swiss, some cheddar, some medium cheddar, some uh, onion and garlic, uh, some pizza cheese or salami cheese, yeah, some spicy cheese and some plain cheese, white cheese and yellow cheese. The variety of cheeses, four or five cheeses of okay. your choice. Now, then grate up a little of each of those cheeses, probably a little more cheddar than any of the other ones, but you got to get a pretty good mix of all those cheeses in a big bowl. In that bowl, then, once again, depending on how much cheese, you dump in a jar of, or a portion of a jar of Marzetti's coleslaw dressing. Okay. And it's got to be Marzetti's. Because Marzetti's is different than everybody else's. And it will still be good if you use somebody else's coleslaw dressing, but it won't be the same. And if you want this one, and I guarantee this cheese dip is delicious. So Marzetti's slaw, and not Marzetti's Southwest slaw dressing. Because <laughs> I tried that one, and I thought, I wonder if that's any good. Nope. nope. And it wasn't bad, but it changed the whole flavor of the cheese dip. Wasn't nearly as good, never did that again. So Marzetti's. A, a slaw dressing. You also need a jar, 
they only come in two sizes, small jar, big jar of pimentos. Mm, pimento peppers. Right. Drain the juice, dump the pimentos in, the Marzetti's slaw dressing in, a squirt of horseradish sauce. Okay. You know, horsey, my dad called it horsey sauce. In fact, I think there's a I think there's a product now that's actually called horsey sauce. It's not 100% <laughs> horseradish, but it'll give you just a little bit of heat, a little bite. And then stir that all up really well. If it is still dry, then you could add a little bit of mayonnaise. In my case, I just add a little bit of more uh, mm-hmm. uh, Marzetti slaw dressing. I'm not a, I, you know, a little bit, of, a spoonful or so of mayonnaise. Stir that all up and then let it sit overnight. That sounds absolutely delicious. It is so good. And uh, we have found after experimenting with lots and lots of different things to put it on, uh, Fritos scoops. Mm, that sounds very good. I might have to try that. Oh, <clears throat> super simple mm-hmm. and really delicious. And every time you make it, you make it a little differently because you'll say, boy, the last time was good. I couldn't really taste any Swiss cheese. Or somebody will say, man, I, what did you have Swiss cheese in that? I really don't like Swiss cheese. So you'll adjust the kinds of cheese you put in this dip. In the old days, it was based on what cheese is available mm-hmm. in the, at the deli. Uh, in this case, I just buy a block of cheddar, a block of marble, a block of onion and garlic, a block of... Now, I don't put blue cheese in very often because there are a lot of people, a lot more people who don't like blue cheese than do <laughs> like blue cheese, so I don't put blue cheese in. Well, that cheese sip sounds amazing. It reminds me of uh, when I worked at a cheese creamery, we made this pimento cheese dip, <sighs> and... Very good. So I might have to try your recipe, yeah. see if I can make Super it at home. Super simple and really delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can use leftovers. I mean, you have a chunk of cheese. You can make, I've made this cheese dip that was just for dinner tonight, you know, <laughs> to go on sandwiches. Because if you're going to have a piece of salami and some bread, mom just made some bread, a slice of homemade bread, a slice of delicious salami, some of the cheese spread, a slice of tomato, oh, baby, some lettuce, and you got <laughs> bacon, lettuce, and tomato, and the cheese dip. Adds Changes. a little, yeah, mm. a little, little zing to it. Well, that sounds amazing. It is. I'll have to try that sometime. It's best eaten after it's room temperature. Mm. So take it out of the refrigerator and let it warm up. It doesn't need to be warm, warm, but mm-hmm. it's way tastier. I say that about most cheeses. I think, I think so too. Most people recommend eating like if you cut up cheese, if you make a cheese board, yeah. I think room temperature is best because then it really, the cheese, I don't know, something about it, way yeah. better than cold cheese. I mean, I any cheese. I well, it, <laughs> That's funny because I get the cheese out of the refrigerator, take it out of the bag or the container, whatever it's in, slice off a piece to eat right now, and then walk away and let the rest of it warm up. Mm-hmm. Going to serve it for dinner because cheese cold is good, cheese warm is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even more delicious. Definitely. Yeah, that's fun. So, are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself, June Dairy Days? Yes. Again, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm eating a lot of dairy products, believe it or not. You don't look like it. Well, that's what everybody what. says. But then I told them that I'll be Alice until next June. So Until next June, a year from mm-hmm, today. My second. So I'm getting a second term. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So I will be Alice until June of 2022. So I told people maybe when I come back next year, I might look a little different. Maybe. <laughs> After a year of. Probably not. <laughs> But maybe. I mean, we, I got my fingers crossed. So. Everything in moderation. Isn't that the mm-hmm, way it goes? You're supposed is. to eat everything in moderation and enjoy. And that's cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you know when you're going to be back in the neighborhood? I could grab the calendar and 
I'm not quite sure. We'll have to another Thursday (laughs) sometime. We'll have to check the calendar. But I know July is National Ice Cream Month, so maybe I'll be back for that. Uh, there are some Thursdays in July. <laughs> we'll have to check the you calendar. You want one of them? See if, we'll see if I'm available. I'm all not right, going right. to commit we'll to anything. Check. I don't think anybody that's listening will say, oh, man, we got to do cheese. Now we got to do ice cream? That's horrible. <laughs> all the dairy. I don't want to do that. No way. Awesome. Thank Except you. Except nobody ever. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming over. Thank you. It is always a pleasure. Julia Nunez, who is Alice in Dairyland. Oh, and what's the, the website is Wisconsin. Dairy.org? Yep, for all the recipes, WisconsinDairy.org. And learn more about Alice in Dairyland at aliceindairyland.com.